0: Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, some exciting candidates emerging as far as Tech's offensive line coach search is concerned, and an injury update for Warren Washington. It's a fingers crossed episode next on Locked On Texas Tech.
1: You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're
0: going to start this thing off right. Right!
1: Dang,
0: bro, great to be with you again on locked on texas tech on the locked on podcast network your team every day always free and available on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts And today's episode brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use our code locked on for 20 dollars off your first purchase with the only chris level i'm casey cowan chris great to be back with you Once again, my man, and a couple of things to get to today. A couple of updates or non-updates, I suppose, we'll find out. And also want to get to the NFL Combine, where you got some Red Raiders turning heads before we are out of here on today's episode. Let's begin in a football category, a conversation we haven't gotten into for a few days now. Not sure what has developed thus far. We talked last time around, whenever we discussed the search for a new offensive line coach, about some candidate profiles, maybe some attributes or traits uh, that would be involved for the next guy in line. But uh, curious to hit the radar with you this morning and uh, see maybe what has developed, if anything. We had seen some previous hires really develop very, very quickly. Uh, I guess as we're sitting here today, uh, a little bit removed from Stephen Hamby no longer being the offensive line coach. I can't say that it's been Lightning fast as to how this is developed, but uh, what are you hearing there from your end? Well, first of all, uh, happy Valentine's Day, you know, to everybody out there,
1: you know, like uh, and and you're right, you know, there's uh, Joey McGuire still trying to find uh, a Valentine's uh, you know, for to be to be uh, uh, the old offensive line coach, uh, playing matchmaker, yeah, that's right, you got it, because uh, there are because what what is going on right now is that they are not like full fledged practicing, but there there's some there's some light workouts going on and like play calling and like guys running routes and scheme being talked about and all those things. And right now in the interim, Josh, <clears throat> excuse me, Josh Cochran, who is your tight ends coach, is the one that's coaching kind of the offensive line uh, and I guess tight ends too. Uh, so. Um, you know, time is of the essence here. Uh, again, it's all about, and we'll get into the kind of the why here in a second, but uh, the, you know, e- these days are valuable um, and you can't get them back. And yes, you look up and it's like, ah, oh, we have so far uh, ahead of the season. I mean, I, I, I just know that there was already a ton of work that had been done since the end of the, you know, the bowl game up until when all of this news came out about the new players and scheme and how do we want to tweak it and just you know all these conversations and trying to get on the same page with everybody and now you're going to kind of have to start all over and you know some people but just may not like grasp how important that is uh but but it it is also important to find the right fit here uh that jives with everything that you need uh that jives with joey and and zach and and the players that are here and, and scheme that you can realistically run with the players that you have. I mean, all of those different things come into play. And so fast forward to, you know, fr- from when this happened and, until present time here. And I think you're getting close. I think that there is a potential movement, you know, in the next – day to three days to where you can kind of eliminate, uh, some, some folks and really hone in on, on, on others. Um, but I'm just going to, my opinion, I think there, there could be, uh, and I'm not going to rule this out because I've heard things, but I'm not going to rule out, uh, door number three, but, uh, I think, I think it's really door number one and door number two, or, or Chris Thompson and Clay McGuire in some order. That's what I think. I think, I think Chris Thompson specifically and Clay McGuire specifically will be in this conversation until they aren't or until someone else is named. Okay. Kind of like we talked about with Grant and that coaching search for, for the basketball job. It's like all these other candidates kind of came in and out, uh, of everything. And, you know, we were mentioning James Borrego and then all of a sudden it's like everybody else was mentioned James Borrego too. You remember this, uh, this, yeah. this mystery candidate. Yeah. Um, and, 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 but Grant McCaslin was the constant. And I think Chris Thompson and Clay McGuire for obvious reasons are going to be constants here. Doesn't mean that they are the favorites, although I would say that they are, uh, I don't know which one of them is the favorite over the other. I think that both, you, you know, there's both like questions and both things that you would just say, dude, what are we doing here? Uh, and I think Chris's is more obvious in that <clears throat> His is more financial. I think he's a no-brainer fit here. I think he's a phenomenal football coach and man. And I think he would be an unbelievable fit here. I'm not going to shy away from from that stance at all. And I feel very strongly about that stance there. I think he would be, but it's not my money. And there's a lot of money that is attached to him that you would have to, I think, potentially buy him out and then pay him what he's making at Florida State. But nobody's hotter uh, from I mean, just off a of thirteen and zero regular season or whatever it was, and then they had everybody opt out in the bowl game, and it did, didn't go well. But I mean, they, they 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 are, you know that that's a you know a program that just kind of came out of nowhere and is is was nearly at the top, and Chris was right there in the middle of it, and so and he's obviously been here, Cowan. He's won a bowl game for you yeah. uh, when everybody else bailed out. I mean, he rolled his sleeves up and was like, "I got this." And, and he did it. And he's just all class. He's a West Texan from Vernon, Texas. Um, you know, he's been a head coach before, all those things. And then you have Clay McGuire, <clears throat> who was Michael Leach's very first – I think it was his very first commitment uh, ever from Crane, Texas. He's got Texas Tech running through his blood uh, and has for years and years and years uh, since – you know, 2000-ish, uh, and, you know, he's been in, you know, in the coaching game for a long time, and he's coached offensive line at USC, at Washington State in multiple stints, at Texas State. Uh, on the, I mean, you know, so, uh, and he, you know, I mean, and, and you have a region in Cody Campbell, they were roommates, you know. I mean, so there's just a lot of deep relationships and ties, and he's he's a, he's coached offensive line for a long time. So uh th- that's who I'm going to say are one a- one and 1A. Hey, you you order them however you want, but that that's to me and I don't think Clay has as near as much financial. I think he's got a year left on his contract. He's not paid near as much as Chris is, I don't think. And so some of that stuff factors in here, you know, the- just the financial component. And then there's door number 3. But don't rule out door number 3. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Um, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll just kind of see. But I, I do think that um, I think you're getting much closer and you know, you need to be getting wrapping things up. There's not really anything new that you're trying to find out. I think you've had interviews with a, a lot of candidates. Uh, I want to say end of last week, I think multiple people were involved in said interviews. You've had time to Kind of discuss it and figure out the financial component, and now it's just it's time to like okay, what are we willing to do? Who do we want? Is there mutual interest? Let's make it happen. Here we go. So that's kind of where 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 you're at, Cowan. But time is time is ticking. So sorry for being long winded there,
0: man. I could get really excited about uh, either one of those um, options, and and Thompson or McGuire would seem like guys that could really hit the ground running obviously with familiarity with the program and both of those guys a little longer in the tooth um certainly in in one instance and i still think about clay mcguire as like a young guy or just a recently former football player which is probably the wrong thing to think that's been a little while so uh as previously compared to uh coach Hamby in that spot i think both of those guys clearly have uh, a lot more seasoning as far as spending time uh, in the profession and as you mentioned with thompson was the head coach uh, at Abilene Christian prior to his uh, stop here at Texas Tech. I think uh, the reviews were very high of his time here at Texas Tech. So uh, whichever one of those guys it might be, if it was one of those two, I think a Tech fan could get really excited about. But uh, still, still not much word on my candidacy. What are you hearing on on my Mike, I didn't hear you mention my name. I don't know if something weird came up in the background. Door number three. I can explain it. Whatever's on the background check, I can explain it. Just give me a shot. Okay, let's hit a different radar. This one much more recently beginning to spin as we turn our sights to Warren, Washington. First, today's episode brought to you by Game Time, and you shouldn't have to sweat it out when buying tickets to your favorite events. And with Game Time, you never will, because it's always a breeze using the Game Time app, where you're going to find killer last-minute deals, views from every seat, and their lowest price guarantee. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it begins, which means Game Time is the place to find last-minute seats to any event. Game Time also the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets, but not just fast. Also secure and simple to use. So right now, download the Game Time app and create an account, and use our promo code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Again, download the Game Time app today and use the promo code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. Obviously, the win over Kansas came with a hypothetical price, I guess. We really still don't know. Warren Washington gets banged up in the ball game. continues to try to gut it out, which was a good thing. But as we've been sitting here over the last uh, day and a half or two days trying to figure out whether or not this was going to be something that lingered further into the season, was it going to be a worst-case scenario, best-case scenario? Obviously, we're on pins and needles because you're very, very thin within your front court, as in it's like Warren Washington, and then, and then... So, I'm just going back looking for a reason to hope. And I'm going back to Devin Cambridge and kind of remembering how quickly I guess we did get some news whenever it turned out to be a worst case scenario uh, as to what his future would hold. I haven't seen anything official or anything like that uh, in just the hours that we've had since the ballgame came to its conclusion. So, this may just be the naive tech fan in me. I don't know. I'm hoping against hope, but I'm hoping that no news is turning out to be good news as far as avoiding a worst case scenario. So what's this <laughs> update radar look like, Chris? I,
1: I, I think you're, you're to something there. Uh, I think that uh, because I, uh, now you, you help me out here and help remind me, but I think with the Cambridge I- issue, I think that it was, he gets hurt uh, with the knee injury. And I think you got news the next day. I think that's right. You I thought got news, so. Yeah, you got news the next day after lunchtime. Hey, we have lost Devin Cambridge to the season for the season because of a knee injury. Thoughts are with him. Here's kind of what happened, and, and you're just like, okay, worst fears have come true. But I, I think that was the correct timing. You haven't heard anything here about Warren, and I'm I'm gonna tell you, and I'm I'm gonna. Uh, you know, I hate to use the word speculate, but I believe that that is good news. Yes, uh, I I think the word, um, not in an official capacity, but the word is that you you you're going to be okay here. Warren's going to be okay, and um, all of our dreams may come true. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, hopes, wishes, all those things. Yeah. Um, I I I don't. I you know I, I I I would say this I don't know about like Saturday's game. This is me speculating. Yeah. I hate to use that word, but th- th- here we are. I, I I wouldn't say that I feel just supremely confident that he plays on Saturday, just for kind of obvious reasons and maybe needing to to rest uh, the issue. Uh, but I I think that you you've you you're going to be okay. You you you've dodged a. Uh, a bullet. I don't think, because uh, I, I think the word on the street, and, and and again, none of this is official. But I, I from from people that you, you know seemingly would know. There's no break or there's no tear or fracture. I guess is the word. Um, and so I'm like, sign me up. You know, for 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 none of that. You know, because when I I hear the player going. I felt something pop. You're just like, oh god, like yeah. that, That's not what I want you to hear, Warren. I want you to hear the crowd roar after you dunk it on Hunter Dickens's, uh dome. <laughs> now, that's what I want to hit. You can run up the court doing the. He's too small, you know, kind of deal. Even though they're, y'all are about the same size, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, but no, I, I think you're going to be okay here, uh, and I. I, I hope that I'm right there. Uh, I, I hope that that is indeed true. Um, I, I think that I was ready to be just my soul crushed. Um, not that this is not a knock on like a, a Robert Jennings or a Kyron Lindsay or an EY. It's not, don't mistake that. But this is a kid who does everything right, um, who's played some really good ball, who I think is playing a key key role on a team that has got a chance to make some noise here. And it's his last hurrah. You know, the other guys I just mentioned, they've got it still all in front of them. This is, this is it for Warren. And I just, you know, you have an outside chance here. I mean, you're going to have to pull it off a pull off a win on Saturday in, in Ames, which is not going to be easy, but you have a chance still here at the conference, you know, regular season championship. And so I just, but I I was going to be hard for me to envision that or any sort of postseason success without Warren Washington. Not that you couldn't, it just, again, my vision's not, not anybody else's. Uh, I just think that's one guy you just can't afford to to lose because you just don't really have any kind of backup. I mean, you could make the argument that devin and and uh and warren with the way your team was built were like two pieces that you just couldn't you couldn't you know because there's just not really you know i don't want to say hey, i'm comfortable losing one of these guards not what i'm saying right <laughs> however there, there there's multiple of them there's only one like a devin cambridge type and there's only certainly one warren washington type so hopefully it, it it's he's okay but i feel pretty optimistic about it i'll just say that
0: I um I guess I've already learned that I'm not going to limit uh, Grant McCaslin's basketball teams as to what they can accomplish because coming into the year, I was limiting. Oh, man, we'll be lucky if we get into an NCAA tournament conversation, bubble watch conversation. I was wrong about that. And I don't know what the rest of the season will have to hold, but uh, it seems like you're going to have a great chance to be in that conversation. You lose Dave in Cambridge. I was back to limiting. Oh, man, <laughs> we're limited again. Here we are a few weeks later, and you have had some bumps in the road. Obviously, that was going to come with or without Devin Cambridge, I'm sure, in the Big Twelve Conference. But uh, if Warren Washington was going to be a guy that was sidelined for an extended period of time, well, I'll just go back to to the ball game in Waco. Oh, Warren Washington's not playing. I'm limiting again. We'll probably, what is it going to be? Twenty points? We're going to get run out of here by. And there was a couple of moments where you thought maybe it would uh, shift into that kind of ball game, but no. You made it very competitive, and you had a chance to win the game on the road. So I'm just going to go ahead and say for myself as a Tech fan, I've decided to no longer limit <laughs> Grant McCaslin as to what he can do with a basketball team. But I don't know. There are there, There's a short list of MVPs for this basketball team, but there's just not another one that is made up singularly like Warren Washington is. There are some other guys, as you talked about, nobody's saying, hey, we can lose this guard and easily move on or anything like that. Uh, but there's nobody like Warren Washington. There's only one seven-footer that I know of <laughs> that's on the roster and one that has really done a great job for you. So hopefully we will get some good news, or the no news will remain to be good news, I guess. And whether or not we see him uh, Saturday at full tilt in Ames against Iowa State or it's something as he returns back to full tilt on the other side of that, uh, that would be obviously a best-case scenario. So glad to hear that. Let's pivot once again, Chris, before we get out of here, and let's hit something that we haven't touched on since this kind of cycle has been taking place, but that is some professional prospects uh, trying to make their way towards the National Football League. The NFL Combine specifically is one thing we can touch on with three Red Raiders involved there. Uh, you've got Rabbit, you've got Miles Cole, you got Tyler Owens. But before we get to the bigger picture, need to kind of go back to apparently all the heads that Rabbit has been turning uh, what was it? The senior, the senior bowl not too long ago or, or whichever game they put on. Uh, and I felt like all I was seeing day after day after day from those scouts in attendance or the personnel that puts on that event uh, was that Daydreon Taylor Demerson was turning heads and getting quite a bit of attention, man. And obviously for a guy like that, uh, glad to hear it. Hoping for the best for him. Easy to root for. First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel and the sports calendar keeps turning and the action never stops with America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. And right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet Hits. There are so many ways to spice up any action with their safe, secure, and easy-to-use apps. So get to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. And if you're a new customer, take advantage of $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet with FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Official partner of the NBA. Daydreon Taylor-Demerson was turning heads and getting quite a bit of attention, man. And obviously for a guy like that, uh, glad to hear it hoping for the best for him easy to root for
1: yeah he, he he is and uh he is uh i mean like with miles cole and tyler owens probably not the most productive college careers there's not a lot of a numbers attached to them statistically uh games played uh all, you know all, all those things but they are the NFL sometimes doesn't care because you check the measurables box. Oh, you're really fast. You're really big. You've got long arms. You, you, I mean, all all these things like, okay, well, you know, we'll we'll coach you up. We're not really worried about what somebody in college did with you. Da'Drian or or rabbit, uh, let's just call him that is different uh, because he's not the measurable guy, but extremely productive um, in, in college and a full career, extremely durable. So and, and I think that he is uh, he's really impressed people, impressed people at these at these senior bowl events. He will at the combine with his personality, with his just knowledge of the game, uh, his leadership skills. Um, I mean, he's a he's a he may be better than this, but boy, he's going to be a I mean, make somebody look really smart for picking him in the latter rounds just because it's like you could plug him into a variety of different roles and he will excel. You know, I think in the NFL, I think you could play him uh, uh, in the slot. You could play him at safety. I think you could play him at corner uh, depending on matchups. I think I know you could put him on really any special teams unit. And I, I think he's, uh, he's going to be able to hang and fit and, and, the beauty of his game. And I think Tyler Owens is going to kind of have to to check this box too. And I think he absolutely does, but it's versatility. There's only, you know, we we always see this, if you, you know, those of us that follow the NFL and your favorite team, you you wake up on a Sunday, uh, you go to church, whatever, and you come home and you're like, okay, who's active today? Who's a healthy scratch or who, you know, and it's like, there's 53 dudes. And then, and then they, you know, I think you even whittle it down from that on who's available to play on that Sunday. And so it's, it, it's all about versatility. You know, they only, you know, Hey man, we only have two quarterbacks suited up today kind of stuff. And so right. the more boxes you check and the more things you can do, the more valuable you are to um, uh, you know, a team on a Sunday afternoon. So I, uh, and I think Tyler and, and, uh, and and Rabbit certainly uh, checked those boxes because, I mean, the Patriots, the Patriots at one point, different coaching staff, okay? So Bill Belichick no longer there. But the Patriots at one point during the season had Tyler Owens as the top special teams player on their board of anybody in the country. Again, speed, coverage, uh, length, all the, all those things. And so that just kind of gives you an idea of what won – NFL team, again, mind you, with a new coaching staff, so you can't really say the same thing is true, but at one time it was, uh, but that that's how you have to make it in the, in the NFL if you're a fringe guy, because there's a lot of fringe guys. There's very few freaks out there, uh, and so anyway, but uh, yeah, good for those guys, because combine uh, invites are hard to get too, man, and it doesn't guarantee you being drafted but boy, does it put your best foot forward and really you know help your situation out tremendously not just the draft but free agent status and 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 all the above uh, and and they don't hand them out uh, you know how about this Michigan you want me let me to tell you how many guys uh, from University of Michigan just to give you an idea of what it takes to win like a natty yeah so they man. got 18 dudes <laughs> going to the combine. I'm like I mean, That that's a lot more than three.
0: (laughs) I think I saw uh, there were only, I guess, what was it, six, seven, eight programs that had zero. So glad to not be on that list. Oh, yeah. But uh, I would say, I don't know, you'll have to correct me, but, um, you know, a trio of Red Raiders is not a small group from a Texas Tech context. Um, And I don't know, I was a little bit. I shouldn't be surprised. Maybe I get more down on some of these guys than not, because I'm not thinking about the measurables. I'm just a tech fan. I'm thinking about, did you produce in a tech uniform? But, I man, Rabbit is one that I I guess I was sleeping on a little bit, at least as far as professional prospects, because I was a little surprised to see him in this group. And I don't know what it has to do with maybe uh, some previous attention getting at at the senior bowl. But um, this dude was a guy that played extremely hard. I know he was a great leader for his football team, but from a measurables perspective, I was not thinking he was going to be kind of at the head of this combine class from a tech perspective, so to speak. Couldn't respect him anymore as a football player, but a little surprised to see him getting so much shine.
1: I, I, and, I and I think uh, if we remember, it was the senior bowl folks that had come through. I remember talking to Joey about this on his coaches show this season, but the senior bowl folks had come through I don't know, September, early October, at some point, uh, fairly early in your season. And they were talking to the guys about senior bowl and like the next step. And hey, here's what we're looking for. And these invites are hard to get. And you get around NFL coaches for the week and, you know, and all that. But here's what we're looking for and all that. And it's it's, you know, and so but. I, I had a pretty good idea that rabbit was going to get an invite to this game because I think that it was Jim Nagy. Maybe I think was the head of the senior bowl. I think I'm, I'm right on the name, but he stood up there in front of the whole team and he actually put this out on Twitter too, but he was like, see this dude up here on this video screen and he shows a clip and it was rabbit. And it was just like, he's just flying all over the place and mm. playing extremely hard and playing with a lot of juice. He's like, this guy flashes, This guy shows up on film every play like he's playing hard. He's emptying his bucket. This is what it takes at this level. Like you want to make it. This is how we have to see it. You can't pick and choose when you give it to an NFL staff. There's too many people that want these spots uh, and and all those things. And so I, I had a pretty good idea at that point. I was like, oh, he's definitely on the radar, you know, and then it really never stopped yeah uh i think with his season and he missed uh, some time with a i think it was it maybe it was a hamstring or groin or something at the tail end he didn't opt out of the bowl game he played in it uh, i remember talking about him about how excited he was to play in the bowl game yep. and he i think he said something to the effect of it's no fair when the rabbits got the gun or something like that i can't <laughs> remember what his catchphrase was but i was like dude you are one of one man i'm gonna miss you uh and, and this team will miss him. This program will miss him. But he's going to make some NFL franchise really look really really smart if they if they make a choice there.
0: Uh, I don't mean to catch you off the cuff, but uh, are is there a name or names beyond this group um, that you think we might be hearing about having a better chance either as an undrafted free agent or somebody in a later round? <laughs> oh i'm i'm yeah I'm trying to remember who has in fact uh who's
1: done exhausted their eligibility versus who kind of was like, you know what I'm just gonna well go continue yeah. to play my play play it on out somewhere else that's true um, we're still well, in bonus eligibility yeah i territory. mean your 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 two corners i mean I, I think uh I think your two corners are definitely uh gonna be in the mix uh, Rashad williams and and Malik Dunlap I think are definitely um the the problem that they've got which is a weird problem and i don't know exact, but they're they're older and mm-hmm. like really old like i think already like in the 24 to 25 range i think that that's the been i've heard people go yeah they're you know nfl teams won't necessarily like that like what are you talking about like what's what's wrong with being in your mid-20s i mean i I'd, I'd wind it back if i could a, you know <laughs> you yeah. know i mean uh, but they're like, well, and if, you know, you, you, you kind of want, you know, if you can, you, you want early twenties and you get, you know, so I, I don't know. I was like, gotcha. wow, okay, that's a new one on me. But those two guys for sure, cause they check the measurables box. They are productive. Uh, I don't think they're going to just test like crazy off the charts, but those are two guys that I guarantee you get a cup of coffee at the very minimum. If not, if not picked, uh, yeah. So, uh but that out the top of my head, that's what, uh, that's what I'd tell you.
0: Man, some guys that uh played some valuable snaps for Texas oh, yeah. Tech in this group. Uh and, and Jalen home.
1: Hutchings. Um, I mean, I don't want to, you know, go, I, I think he's absolutely got it. I mean, and I, I, I wish he would have gotten a combine invite, but that he's going to have to overcome lack of measurables maybe, you know,
0: I mean, nothing it, new for him.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. And he just produces, and he does it with a smile on his face, and he just keeps kicking ass, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so – but, yeah, and I as I keep thinking about it, I hope I haven't glossed over anybody. I mean, Baylor Cup, um, you know, anyway, I'm probably yeah. forgetting somebody, but as, you know, those are – like, Cup is a measurables guy, you know, maybe not necessarily production-wise, but – uh, and when we've got we've got a lot of time to talk about the draft. I always love the NFL draft and obviously it's fun when your worlds collide when you root for the NFL team that you like, but your college guys are in it and where are they going? And like I saw Zach McPherson uh, on the sidelines this past uh, season at, at a tech game uh, who who was the Penn State transfer. He's playing for the Eagles. And I'm like, when he was here, I just never thought this is an NFL guy. Dude, he's a third rounder. He's on one of the the, the top French. I don't like the Eagles, but I'm going to call it what it is for Zach's <laughs> sake. He's in one of the best franchises that record-wise in the last couple of years, and he's extremely productive. He was in Lubbock because he got dinged up, but I didn't look at him and go bonafide NFL dude, check you know yep. no, and that's exactly what he is and 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 continues to be, and he's an unbelievable guy too. So you just never know, man. But uh, maybe we got some more of those down the because that's what helps you. You know, that's what Joey recruits okay. to. That's what you can preach. That's what you can show. It's tangible and 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 they come back and it grows the family and the brand.
0: All right, man. Good stuff today. Whenever you're doing an episode where you've got a coaching search update and a possible injury update, you never know if you're going to be smiling or frowning by the end of this conversation. But I think there are actually some things to smile about in there. So hopefully uh, some of that that we were excited about will come to fruition and ultimately be the reality. Appreciate you out there for joining us as always, Chris, appreciate your time, my man enjoyed it. And I uh, will do it again on the other side.
1: Yep. Happy Valentine's day to everybody out there. Yeah. So get, giddy up. Uh, appreciate it. We'll talk to you uh, all tomorrow. Appreciate it. Callan keep hope alive out there. And, uh, Hopefully, prayers answered on, uh, right. du- on on our man Dub, as they call him, born <laughs> <Warren>
0: Washington. Yes, <laughs> Dub squared. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts, so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for joining us today. For Chris, I'm Casey, and we hope to see you back for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.